Welcome to Adventures with Ernie. I'm Erlene. I'm Rachel. And I'm Nicole. And we are international explorers. We've been traveling and working in theater and entertainment at sea and around the world. And we're here to share our stories and knowledge with you. Every week, we are covering a different topic. This first season is all about ship life, shutdowns, and shipwrecks. another episode of Adventures with Ernie. On this episode, we want to join in on the Pride celebrations. This year marks the 51st anniversary of the first Gay Pride March, and a lot of progress has been made, but there's still so much to be done. The cruise industry has made some changes over the years for its LGBTQ plus guest and crew. So we want to chat about what that progress has been and share some facts. So we're going to start off with what's the tea, some Pride history. In 1970, June was officially declared Pride Month for the LGBTQ plus community to continue their fight for equality and liberation. However, the fight had been happening way before that, and activist groups have been around since the early 1900s. In 1924, for example, there was the Society for Human Rights, which was founded by Henry Gerber in Chicago and is the first gay rights organization and the oldest one documented. In 1950, the Mattachine Society was founded by Harry Hay in Los Angeles and became the first sustained national gay rights organization. And in 1955, the Daughters of Bilitis became the first lesbian rights organization in the USA, founded in San Francisco, which is an amazing port, by the way. Yes, it is. We love San Francisco. We do. In 1966, the National Transsexual Counseling Unit was founded following a San Francisco riot. And this was the first peer-run support and advocacy organization in the entire world. And on July 4th, 1965, picketers staged the first gathering to raise awareness to the lack of civil rights for LBGT people. This continued annually for the next five years. And on June 28th, 1969, police officers attempted to raid the Stonewall Inn, which is a gay bar in New York. This did not go as planned and resulted in a riot that would be considered the spark of the modern-day LGBTQ plus rights movement. The following year on Christopher Street Liberation Day, thousands of people gathered in New York to march in Central Park and would be considered, and this is considered America's first gay pride parade. Over the decades since then, the annual gay pride parade has spread to dozens of countries all around the world. So let's talk a little bit about what pride looks like and where are we now? Around the world, the LGBTQ plus community is making strides in gaining more rights, freedoms, and acceptance. And pride has never been more commercialized than it is now. And you see rainbows everywhere, especially this month. One quantitative unit of measure of the progress for gay rights is the legality of gay marriage, which is currently legal in 29 countries around the world. Most recently, in 2020, the countries added to the list of legalized gay marriage are Costa Rica and Switzerland. And there are countries leaning towards legalization now, which means either they have bills in their government that are on their way to being passed or they have a lot of public support. Um, And those we might see happen soon in 2021 or um, the next year. And those include Chile, the Czech Republic, Japan, the Philippines, and Thailand. It's kind of crazy to think that like there's what over 210 countries and only 30 of them-ish. That's not very many. Yeah. There's a lot of countries where it's still so frowned upon, which is so sad. Yeah, that's crazy. 
So let's talk about what the best lines are. Okay, so the Royal Caribbean Cruises Limited has received a perfect rating on the Human Rights Campaign's Corporate Equality Index with three of their lines rated top 10 on CruiseCritic.com as Amara Club Cruises, Celebrity Cruises, and Royal Caribbean International often offers charters and LGBTQ groups. There's also Crystal Cruises, and they will have, if you cruise with them, they'll have a cruise director assist you in setting up custom LGBTQ plus socials and dinners upon your arrival on board, which I think is really cool for the cruise director to take time to just be like, oh yeah, we've got a group of, of LGBTQ plus. Let's get you guys set up. Yeah. Some other lines like Cunard, Norwegian Cruise Line, Princess Cruises, Seaborne Cruise Line, Holland America, and Virgin Voyages are dependable supporters of the LGBTQ plus community, their organizations, and they offer a lot of charters and group rates for LGBTQ cruises. Friends of Dorothy is a code used in many cruise lines daily calendars to indicate a meeting of LGBTQ plus persons. It's been a code used since the 80s as the cruise lines didn't want to be so blatant about the groups back then. We still see that today all the time. Yeah, it's in ours. And then while we're talking mm-hmm. about secret codes, there's also um, Friends of Bill W, uh, which are AA oh, yeah. meetings on board a ship. And those are super helpful if you're struggling with the drinking environment on board and trying to stay sober. Um, so look for Friends of Bill W or Friends of Dorothy if you're looking for a community for yourself. It's also cool to add to that that crew are often welcome at those as well. They're not just for passengers. Mm-hmm. So kind of a neat idea. I know I've gone to the Friends of Dorothy with friends of mine. Um, I don't identify as LGBTQ+, but I do enjoy going to the meetings. And I think it's a cool thing you can do for crew. It's a nice way to get to know people and yeah. guests as well. Yeah. They're super fun. And I was just talking to friends of mine who are cruisers and they were like, we had no idea that was a thing. That's so cool. But you have to know to look for it. So we wanted to make sure that you guys knew. That's true. Yeah. It's a good call, Rachel. Good call. Dishing out the secrets here on Adventures with Ernie. (laughs) I got you. (laughs) So next we're going to talk about where to go on your cruise. If you pick one of these lines, you want to know where to go, what the best ports are. This is like a quick rundown of some of the best ports for gay cruises and um, just because they're awesome. All these cities are super open and supportive and have cool things going on in them all the time. So let's go. Ibiza, Spain, Sydney, Australia, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Barcelona, Spain, Taipei, Taiwan, Montevita, Uruguay, Helsinki, Finland, Quebec City, Canada, Auckland, New Zealand, Mykonos, Greece. I can't pronounce this. Reykjavik, Iceland? No idea. I thought it was Reykjavik. I have no idea. I thought it was Reykjavik too. I thought it was more of Reykjavik. I can't pronounce it. I've never been able to pronounce anything Icelandic. Reykjavik. It doesn't look like Reykjavik. Anyways, Reykjavik, Iceland, Amsterdam, the Netherlands, and Tel Aviv in Israel. That's really cool. That's uh, There's some countries and places on there that surprise me, but that's great. Okay, cool. All right. And the best destinations are Europe, Hawaii, South Sea, anything that's repositioning, Mediterranean, and North America. That sounds like everywhere. It does sound like a large portion of the world. (laughs) It's kind of funny that Australia didn't make it because it was so highlighted in the above. Well, only one city in both that like Australia and New Zealand. What is the South Sea? Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't know. That was just written so I said it. I think the South Sea is like like the um, South Pacific? Yeah, South Pacific. Is go. that where Australia is? 
Like by Rodgers and Hammerstein? This makes me sound like I don't know my geography, which I like where, well, like where these other ones are, like where Taiwan is. Cool. It's the South Sea, I think. I like it. I'm just going to go for that. and Cool. <laughs> so that would kind of include Australia, right? Yeah, sure. It's like over yeah. in that area. Maybe that's what they mean. Australia and New Zealand, South Sea. That's what I was thinking when I originally read it, but I wasn't sure if that was true. That's why I was like, where's South what Sea? What does South Sea mean? South Sea sounds like something Moana would do. The South Seas or South Sea is used in several contexts. Most commonly, it refers to the portion of the Pacific Ocean south of the equator. So, yeah. Okay. Well, now we know. The more you know. The more you know. So, we should also talk about the worst destinations um, that are not very LGBTQ plus friendly. And this is ports where homosexuality, homosexuality is still illegal. And they are very unfairly to same-sex couples is the Maldives and Jamaica, which I've been to Jamaica. I've never been to the Maldives, but I kind of found that surprising, but not at the same time, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. And then the next destinations are kind of where homosexuality is very illegal and there have been reports of violence against the community. And this is like Egypt, Morocco, Russia, Malaysia, and Haiti. So in the show notes, you'll see there's, a, you can click on one of the links and it kind of talks you through what good things are for the the, port, the best ports, what things to do, why they recommend the port and same with the destinations. And they go through kind of a little bit more about the violence that's happened in some of those countries. So just make sure you do your research on any of the ports in your itinerary before you travel. It's really important uh, for LGBTQ plus because you never know. Yeah, no, it's great. It's sad that, that, that we're still there. We're still at that point as a globally, not just. Yeah. Right. It's sad that it's still something we have to and, think about. Well, and didn't, didn't it just become legal in India? Didn't that happen while we were on the ship or not? Am I thinking that wrong? In India? Or was it that they continued to, they overturned something happened. Maybe it was to, to they voted I'm to continue sure. to keep it illegal, which would explain the Maldives. I think our, um, court reporters checking it out i'm looking it up legalized since 2018 so that sounds right yeah i was on a ship when it happened and there was a huge party so yeah but think about that that's only like what two and a half years ago so which brings us to our next point crew life and what does that look like for this community on board some People, I think, feel that they can be more open on board. Um, they can be their true self versus having to reassimilate or be something that they're not at home. I have met quite a few people that have a spouse and children at home but choose to be gay on board. That's very, very common. I don't know if you guys have run into that. Oh, oh for sure. So it's I, I do feel like the ship for some people is kind of like an escape where people can be who they feel they are, which in some I think is good. But I'm sure it comes with its own set of baggage as you try to go back and reassimilate into your life. Yeah, I mean, some of the countries, you know, the different cultures that we work with, some of them, you know, when they go on board, it's okay to have a different life on board than what they have at home. Um, Because some of these people have, like you said, families, like some of these people are in very heterosexual relationships with children and they come on board and they have a significant partner who is the same sex and they continue that. And sometimes those relationships will even go ship to ship with them. But then when they go home, they don't converse with them. It's like they don't exist and it's only when they're on board. So they have like this real big separation of their two lives. That's how I feel like I would feel if it was me having like two very separate situations. But 
It sounds so hard. Like I can't imagine so hard living like so extremely different in land like yeah. life. Like, and I mean, I don't know how open they are with their families either about their participations on board. But you know, I mm-hmm. I'm very open with like my mom and my brother know everything about my life, and I couldn't imagine not sharing that with them. So I also feel like that has to be like way a lot on people because like if you can't go home and tell people like, oh, this is what I did. This was my contract, but you're hiding like this big part. That's hard to like do. Yeah. I I just don't think I could live like that. Yeah, It's interesting because like I relate to it on one level and I don't on another. So like I'm bisexual or pansexual technically, but P doesn't make it into the first part of the alphabet soup. Um, And like, so I can pass it straight. Like, especially when I'm on the ships, I usually have relationships with men and like that is easier and makes more sense um some of the time but I think it's like I just can't imagine living my life like so completely differently from one to the other like I'm super open all the time but I also have no idea what it would be like to live in a country where gay marriage isn't legal and isn't accepted and supported and is so much more of a yeah secret or a shameful thing that I can't even imagine what that is like because I've always had a super supportive family and like it's never been a concern for me. I mean, living when I lived in Dubai, it was very much, you know, it's not legal there and it's still very much frowned upon. So they had secret clubs for people of the LGBTQ plus. And I had a performer who I was working with who was in a relationship with a local and that local threatened to report them to the cops. And that performer like quit the job the next day and left the country because there could be some serious repercussions. And so like to think about that, what's happening in other countries of that severity of that's how bad it can get to where we are. Like we still have a lot of people who don't agree with it in our own country and have their own beliefs that they've pushed back, but it's not that extreme. And so like, I'm very glad to see where our country is, but our country itself also has so much work to be done. I agree. 100%. I think too, it's interesting, like sometimes the familiarity of the ship and the acceptance there can make us forget about the hostility in some of the ports we visit. Because for instance, on one of my last contracts, one of our performers was a gay man and he is very flamboyant and wonderful. And we went out and had an overnight in the Bahamas And we were dancing at a club and drinking and having a great time. And he was just living his best life, just like he would at his clubs back home in New York, you know? And like, there was a guy in the bathroom and I'm not exactly sure what he said to him or how it actually went down, but he went to the bathroom. And I think this guy who worked there told him that he was going to punch him in the face for being gay. And then he like came out of the bathroom and immediately told people in our group and like this entire cluster of people from the ship, like probably 40 people from our ship were there and we all paid our bills and left like immediately walked out nice which was cool but like shitty that it had to happen in the first place yeah yeah but it was one of those things where like we like we kind of knew and like i feel like one of our supervisors on board had said something like oh you know like watch yourself in the bahamas like it, they're not as friendly here like it can be very hostile and then it was just a rude awakening to realize that that was true and not just like, I don't know, you get warned about places all the time, like watch your purse here and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And like, so rarely does anything come from it that you kind of like, I don't know, just brush those warnings off sometimes. And you forget that there's truth held in it. Like mm-hmm. people are telling you this from experiences they witnessed and you never yeah. think that like, oh, but I've had such good experiences out. Everyone's been so nice. But it's that one time where like you see, I didn't even think about it, but now that you talk about it, we had an overnight at Nassau one time and 
it was very much like everyone was talking about don't be as flamboyant trying to tell like our performers be careful don't because you know when you're out at night and you're at the nightclubs where the locals are coming it it changes oof that's so it's hard to like sit here and talk about it too it's uncomfortable but like these are conversations that need to be had and i think it's good that we're making space for it oh for sure i'm glad we're doing it too does anyone i mean me too i think so <laughs> so cute me too. it's the way she like leaned in it's so cute um so let's talk about really like good things though that we do for a lot of ships have crew pride parties and um they also will have one of my favorite things that we do is uh our miss whatever ship it is like a pageant uh pageant yeah. which is normally not like the females doing it it's our our drag queens on board and i really enjoy that it's always a fun time to have the miss whatever pageants and then the crew pride parties are you know a lot of the ships that i have friends on they've said that they're very open to you know ships across multiple lines are very open to supporting their crew members and their guests on board with you know pride celebrations throughout the month of june so that's really exciting it's sad that we'll miss that this year because there's not a lot of ships open right now but hopefully next year everyone's able to go and have a really big fun pride cruise and just have the best celebration I've also seen, I've been on a ship before too where they fly the rainbow flag, which I think is super cool because typically they have all the other flags of all the big countries and of course, you know, wherever your ship is based out of, right, because most ships aren't American. But it was cool. They And they had like this big ceremony where they like raised the flag and it started the pride celebration. So I thought it was super cool. I love that. I've never seen that, but I love yeah, that. Yeah, I, oh, I it's only that. happened on one. But I mean, I also haven't always been on board when Pride Month happens, but it was super cool. And they had it. You could see it, you know, because there's the channel. Like, I think every cruise ship does that where it's like the captain's channel or whatever, and you can just see the ship sailing. But you could see the yeah. little rainbow flag, like, keep flapping in the breeze. That's it was cute. funny. Yeah. I love that so much. I've only been on one ship during Pride. And we went to a cabin party after the Pride party and almost got in trouble. <laughs> That's the only Pride I've ever been a part of on ship. <sighs> but I'm always a part of the drag shows because, to, I'll tell you, like, a wardrobe supervisor is immediately very valuable to anyone participating in those drag shows they want our help they want our expertise they want us to go shopping in port with them for costumes it's a great time i love it we were in an entire like fashion house on my last ship. it was really funny we're lucky because working in the entertainment department that we do especially in the theater we're able to be a part of those you know mm-hmm. and uh I definitely always have fun helping arrange it and making sure it happens. It's a, it's a good time. And cause I don't know if people have ever seen drag Queens from the Philippines, but they are so funny. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And they know what they want. And they're so like, no, 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 no. I remember this one girl came in and she goes, he looks at me, he goes, I want a tree. And I was like, I can't give you a tree. He's like, no, I want the lighting to be a tree. I want like leaves. And I was like, what? Um, I don't know if we can make this happen, but let me talk to my lighting technician. But they oh, they crack me up. I want a tree. And they can do uh, crazy yeah. stuff in heels, stuff I can't do. And I wear heels every day. They wear like five inch ones too. Yeah. And I'm, I like, I'm like, absolutely not. All right. I have respect because I, I wear them every day. Everyone makes fun of me or comments on it. It's part of my 
my look and I wear like for the record I only make fun of your heels when they're eight months into a contract and, and they're they look tired like and that. torn out they <laughs> needed like so so bad I gotta show you my new ones I think people will love them they're Steve Madden's and they say boss up the back Ooh, yeah yes, yeah I, like I can't that. wait I'm I'm breaking those out on my next ship taking control that. but I love it because they do they can dance in them they can mm-hmm. do like crazy stuff speak were you guys on were we all on the same one when the girl was flipping um, flip after flip after flip after flip no yeah oh maybe i, I maybe i'd already left like I feel the like whole I talent thing that. was like dancing in heels? but it was really just flips in the hills i can't i'm shook i was like what <laughs> oh my god just that was happened. the one where the one girl was so drunk too she like did the dance on stage. Yes, and almost I had to go backstage and be like, <laughs> "Is there wine in that?" And they're like, "Yes." I was like, "Off my stage now!" <laughs> no, absolutely not. And they were like, "We're having fun." I was like, "You are not putting wine on my stage. <laughs> I'm not trying to ruin your time, but come on now." <laughs> That's so funny. On my last ship, they did one, and I was helping out, and like one of one of the boys in my cast was in the show, and so then some of the other people from the cast had like gone to the rehearsal with him. To just like show support and whatever. And um, they started rehearsing their like dance that they were going to do for like the beginning, like the opening number, right? And it's like very Miss America, like walking down the stairs and like all of this stuff. And uh, one of our dancers was just absolutely, he was not having it. Like he was like, this is terrible. You guys need, no, let me show you. And he starts and choreographs the whole thing for them. And it looked fire by the time he was done. It was so good. I was like, yes. I love that. It was so cute. That's amazing. Those are fun. They are. I can't wait to get back to that. I just remember that my dress was on stage for an entire one of those. The host wore my dress for on our yeah, when we were together. Yeah. That's funny. One of our performers was the host. I think I had just left. That sounds great. Oh, you might have. I think it was in July. Because I I left in like middle of June. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a July thing. Yeah. That and our 4th of July. (laughs) Yeah, she wasn't there. Because I I, I was just thinking of pictures I have from that night. And uh, I have pictures of me, you, and... Uh, yeah. the stage manager, like the other, the other me on board, and the booth. so it's not me. I was just no, no, she wasn't there no when we planned the Fourth of July events. <laughs> no, no, I heard about them, but I was not there. That was a wild time. In like two hours on the smoking deck, we went from like a really simple, like basic performance to like basically pyrotechnics, full costume, and an entire production <laughs> for <laughs> pyrotechnics. Not really, that's an exaggeration. But we like not really. I was gonna say, how She's did that just, happen? Yeah. Someone asked me a question on the smoking deck, and then we ended up having a I can't even production smoke. meeting for two hours. And like, I went shopping for these costumes. I still have my shirt that I bought to match the girls. When you say pyrotechnics, do you know what it makes me think of? Pyro, <laughs> mm-hmm. the video game. That time that we roasted a marshmallow with a lighter. If you can't have a fire on board oh, for your marshmallows during the summer. God. A thick lighter works just fine. And you can put your marshmallows on No, it does on a not. Pen. It tastes terrible. And the marshmallows were from, like, they Mexico. So they had, like, real sugar in them. I stand by that. Yeah. No. We have a great picture of that. that. Don't stand no. by that. That has lighter <laughs> fluid all over it. It's not the same. They were fine. You, no. It's it was, the same as a propane it was pretty grill. Good. Like, what are you talking about? We had a couple of them. I remember it. you spitting it out. It was good. Who... You don't, okay, but you cook cool. all your food on it. And you're not like, oh, it's covered Roast in marshmallows propane. on a propane grill. It burns off. 
<laughs> Just for the record, I thought the marshmallows that, were no. pretty good. You're a big lighter. Thank you, Nicole. Yeah. I thought someone spit it out. Was it not you? I thought it was you. I remember burning myself on mm. it because I was super happy uh, to eat it because I... What were those weird little crackers we had with them? So we didn't have oh, graham yeah, crackers. We, we did had, have like, crackers. Crackers. cookies. Yeah, we did. They were yummy. Well, now that we've completely gone off topic, per right? usual... <laughs> tangents, tangents. I got your tangents here. <laughs> Do we have any more cruise stories for our pride community? Mm. Not any that I can tell on this one, but I might have some for our super scandalous sea stories edition. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably pop one or two in there too. Um, so stand by for that. <laughs> the Super Scandalous Edition. Coming soon. Super Scandalous. Rainbow Edition. That's paid content, by the way. That's that's 2K. All right. <laughs> so I guess should we wrap it up then? Let's wrap it up, which is what everyone should be doing. Amen. Wrap that thing up. We hope everyone has a great Pride Month and take some time to show some love to everyone who might be a little different than yourself. Before we go, this is our 15th episode and we are loving it. And we want to thank everyone for listening to our journey so far. We will be taking a short break following this episode to focus on making part two of Adventures with Ernie the best that it can be. We will still be live in our social media pages, so make sure to DM us with any episode questions or things you would like to see from us. And keep an eye out for our website to be up and running soon, where where you'll find our travel blog and other exciting posts. Thanks for listening to this episode of Adventures with Ernie. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and learned something new. We'll be back next week with more tidbits of information and stories from our adventures. Download or listen wherever you find your favorite podcast with new episodes weekly on Mondays. Have a nice week and hope you find an adventure or two before we meet again. This is Ernie wishing you fair winds and following seas. Mm -hmm.